Are you ready? Stay like that, then your toes won't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, and four. Welcome to my so-called healing podcast, where we are always unfiltered and unapologetic. Navigating life's messes as modern-day women. I'm Brooke. And I'm Anna, and we're so glad you're here. I was waiting for it. Of course. It's like a funky little riff. Welcome yes. to my so-called healing. Welcome. I'm your host, Brooke, and this is... Anna. And we're glad you're here. Yeah. Yeah. This is um, the show for people who are healing and living life on life's terms, man. Pretty much. Healing the generational trauma. All breaking free of all the curses. Living life. <laughs> Um, but if you want to get more of us, um, we're going to get more active in it, I promise. I don't think either of us have really known what to do, so we yeah. were kind of unexpected because I threw a curveball. But mm-hmm. go ahead and head to Facebook and join the Facebook group, the um, My So-Called Healing Community. And we are going to be starting to post a whole lot in there. Anna took some video footage of herself driving with her elf today. and um, Not my elf. His name is Walter. <laughs> and we're just going to get more, like, gen genuine footage of for of us for you guys to like get to know us a little bit better and then be able to kick off our community and connect with other women who are going through exactly what you are or have been where you are and are mm-hmm. going through something new or have never even really thought of healing trauma and this is all a new topic to them but vulnerable vulnerable <laughs> space yes that's a safe space because it's a private group yes so we'll link that in the show notes yeah all right, well, welcome Michelle. to today's show. Uh, we're going to talk about just my so-called healing, basically. Anna's like, what even is that? I mean, like, obviously I know what it is. I was like, it, like our show, like our I so- just was expecting for, like, a little more specifics. Well, I think because it's interesting, um, <laughs> I want to punch my head. What? I can't stop. The- Jake, Jack, Jake, Jack. <laughs> I'm obsessed with the Idaho 4 murder trials, so I'm, like, literally coming off of a knee-deep deep dive. dive on Twitter and Reddit into recording, and I can't stop. She literally can't stop thinking about it. Um, anyways, you shared um, – no, I shared. I thought it was you. It was no. me. Yeah. Um, but there will be part of you that's pulling towards growth and part of you that pulls you in the other direction towards safety. On or both sides, they are both seek- seeking to be seen and heard. Now – the reason I said we'll talk about my so-called healing is because this is a very prime example of what I think the healing journey looks like. Yeah, I agree. Um, and a lot of people on Instagram agree because they're liking it and saving it and all kinds of stuff. So um, I think that it's it's people seem to think, don't you think that people seem to think if you're healing, you're not allowed to stay like or have any connection you're supposed to have no connection like no feeling numbness whatever to like whatever it is that you're working towards growth Mm -hmm. from and um that's like literally just not the way that it works yeah I think people have a ton of misconceptions about healing like that I mean there's that there's I mean people thinking that like it's a 
like there's check boxes, right? Like, okay, I checked this now onto the next step or the next phase of healing, but that's not the case at all. It's not linear. It's all over the fucking place. Mm-hmm. Well, it is all over the place. I apologize. My cat is trying to kill my fish. And... Um, <laughs> I'm also spastic all over the place because the sirens are going off, but <laughs> I have can see the flowers that um, somebody was very special. Look, those are the flowers I got the other day, and I'm very excited about them because they're from an anonymous sender. Who, she has a secret admirer. Who knows how stressed I've been because my... So this is our last day recording for YouTube, people. This will yes. be the last time you see this space ever looking in the way that it looks now because new furniture and new paint, and we're doing... We're starting our whole home model, remodel of our house Monday. Monday. So um, I'm going to be living in a basement apartment, so (laughs) you can expect every trigger I've ever had and everything I've ever worked to move away from to (laughs) pop right back up and be real present for a real long time. Um, But yeah, those are my pretty flowers. So I wanted them in the background, and I wanted to give a shout-out to my secret admirer, whoever you may be. Love, Mm -hmm. love, love you. Um, That's what they put on the card. (laughs) So um, my husband's not, he's like, who, who sent these to you? He's like, seriously, who sent them? I'm like, I honestly I don't it's, there's know. There's no name on the card. There is no name on you. the card. I'm like, I don't know. He's naming up, like, my the bus stop dad. He's, I'm like, no. They did not, he did not send me flowers. I think that would uh, be weird. somebody's feeling a little jealous. Yeah, well, you got to keep things insecure. interesting. So whoever sent me the flowers, thanks, you're keeping my marriage. <laughs> keeping the, spark the spice ignited. of the marriage. Um. But yeah, I think that um, that is a perfect segue into the healing part because I've been very worried and I actually have had so many um, old I call character defects. I call them that because I started my journey in the 12 Steps program. So I'm very like, can navigate myself like through that. And I feel like every human being on the planet should work the 12 Steps because it just makes it cut and dry on how you move through things but they're all going to be creeping up and I can feel them creeping up and my anxiety is uh, I think like probably 50% higher right now just because of unknown I do Mm -hmm. not like I do not like being (laughs) in a situation where I am not in control Mm -hmm. which is a known fact for me nothing new not like it's not like psyched out about like I'm not like oh my god I thought I got rid of this no because why Healing is not linear, and just because you have made it so that you're not hurting and holding yourself back from something does not mean that behavior, behaviors that stem from trauma or or whatever mm-hmm. the whatever happened or whatever you were working towards breaking free from, um, don't pop up again because that's just human behavior. Yeah. So controlling Carla is like outraging in full effect. But also, like, going to procrastinate until the very last second to do anything because that's, I'm just going to pretend it's not happening. Good old avoidance and self-sabotage. Yep, shutting down a little bit of mine. Gotta love the uh, coping mechanisms that we create over the years. Yeah. Um, It's funny that people are so afraid to, like, look at the, the... say negative because I mean here it is not my favorite part of myself but it is a part of who I am so well I think it's because if you look at it you're acknowledging it exists and you have to take responsibility for it no true so 
again, avoidance, if you don't look at it, it doesn't exist, you don't have to take responsibility and you can keep riding the victim train. Well, yeah. Or just live in a world or, of yeah. non-reality. <laughs> Sometimes doesn't sound all that bad, non-reality. <laughs> Living on the d- denial train, I'll yes. take it. Yes. Um, no, I think that I find it so interesting that so many people gravitated towards this post because I don't know why people think that growth means that you can't still want the have the desire to feel safe because I'll tell you when you're growing it hurts mm-hmm. when you are growing when you're evolving as a person personal development self whatever you're doing self-help people call it um, when you are having a growth period the thing that hits the hardest for me that I've always noticed that I don't think that I thought about much before, the reason people stop doing the movement, the momentum, like the momentum of going forward, is because because you're growing, you've got to say goodbye to things that maybe necessarily you didn't want to, you didn't think you were going to need to say goodbye to. That's Mm -hmm. relationships, friendships that maybe don't, aren't going in that direction, old stuff that you don't want to get rid of yet um yeah like all the things so I I find it interesting that people think that it doesn't reside in the same space like wanting to feel safe and also wanting to grow at the same time like Mm -hmm. holding on but letting go like I feel like it's a simultaneous situation in every endeavor I take to try and like not be crazy (laughs) Well, I think it's also in part like the comfort zone, right? Like you want to grow, but obviously you are still kind of holding on to your comfort zone. I don't think it's comfort zone with with pain, though. I mean, I guess, again, more so in the like your coping skills type of thing. Yeah. Well, here, habit change is hard, bro. That's literally why there's an entire field out of what I do, because changing habits is so hard and... I hear people talk about the 90 days change your habit. No, like literally no. Um, it's consistency for a very long time, and it's more than 90 days. It's dedicating it's yourself to thing. something forever and yeah. making sure that you stick to it forever. Like, that's how it goes. I just heard, what was it, Sandlot or Forever? Mm-hmm. That's what it, it's going in my head now. Um, I think it's healing in in it of itself is not always a growth thing by the way mm-hmm. you could just be mending something that has been a gaping hole inside of you but it doesn't cause growth or lo- this like exponential woo right. leaping into a new universe or stratosphere you just genuinely aren't hurting anymore and when i was a kid you know that um my mom used to say but i mean lots of people say it but when i was i obviously correlated with my mom from being a teenager but like the opposite of like hate and pain is not you know being what is it it's being indifferent yeah. it's not feeling anything right but i think that there's this misconception about even indifference like oh well then you obviously it's not healing you just are indifferent to it you're just not you're avoiding mm-hmm. but that's not it either it really is like a void of yeah, that happened, and yep, that's the way it is. But well, I feel good about where I'm at today, and I forgive. You know, like how people forgive people that have done horrible things to them, and people are like, how could you 
ever mm-hmm. forgive somebody murdered your mom or whatever but it's like they get they work so hard on the healing that it's like able to have some empathy for the other party or whatever well yeah it's um acceptance i think first and foremost of whatever situation or situations that occurred and accepting that they obviously happened and then also the knowing that you are who you are because they happened Mm -hmm. i feel like that kind of helps the acceptance piece or at least I feel like it kind of did for me mm-hmm. like knowing that I am the person I am today because of the trauma that I've been through and the work that I've done to heal the trauma and I while I wouldn't choose to go through those things again I also don't think I would ever change them I, the look you're giving says bullshit but like no it's not bullshit I just think I get what you're saying I was gonna say a snide comment but I'm not (laughs) going to because it's a serious conversation (laughs) but like I wouldn't want to relive them obviously right but also while I am still very much in the the healing process I am start like I am starting to for the first time in my life like where I am and who I'm becoming and feel like I'm actually stepping into like myself and the version of me that I know that I'm supposed to be versus the version of me that I felt like I had to kind of mold to what other people wanted or thought that I needed to be yeah 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 no for sure I think that's Um, so like, what do you think about, it's a real, a real question. What do you think about like, um, cause people could get to the, hold on, the dog's barking. i take a brief intermission here. <laughs> um, I think that there's, um, this part of accepting yourself and where you are and evolving in your healing journey and like who you're turning into you're also at a very interesting age because you're about to be 30 and I feel like the most catastrophic shift I had in terms of people pleasing and not giving a fuck what other people thought of me was at 30 Mm -hmm. like I all of a sudden was like I don't need to just stick with the crowd or do the things that people are doing because I'm like moving with the herd like it very much felt like a very big, it's not like I turned 30. 30 was a hard, I mean, it was a shit show for like <laughs> a month and a half. Like I did not handle turning 30 well. But ultimately I was able to look back. There was like this new decade that I was stepping into and I yeah. felt like an adult and I felt like. You're stepping into your own. Who I want to yeah. be and not like what my friends are doing and what they're being and like trying to like navigate through that. So I feel like that's a very exciting time to be in anyways. Mm-hmm. And um, when you look at the work that you put into mental health and healing and evolving and getting rid of the, the skeletons and stuff like that, I think it's really key to have the acceptance piece mm-hmm. of like, this is where I'm at and it's okay, or this is what I went through and it's okay because it makes me me, like you said. And um, I feel like there's so many people who, I 
cut my throat, who um, don't ever get there. And it like, makes me kind of sad. Like mm-hmm. They never get to the acceptance piece where it's like, I want. it's almost like a courageous act to even begin to go into therapy. I think so many people are resistant to like trying to evolve that way to like talk about things like Jeff watched this meme it was like a thing to be to like you rip the band-aid off like and he's crying yeah. and it's like this crazy and I was like my god that's like so how it feels sometimes like the flood is there's the flood and it's not stopping yeah. and people are so afraid that just because it's not stopping it's never going to stop which mm-hmm. is not true um you know because even if I look at you you know you used to be like no can't do it not doing it hurts too much paralyzed mm-hmm. not doing it like you know yeah, but you've grown even beyond that into accepting things and working through things that weren't present before because that's what happens. You're going to look back at situations of traumatic experiences and if you've done EMDR, whatever kind of work you've done on it, down the road you're going to see a new piece of it that you didn't see even at the time that you were working on it. And that, I think, is the beauty of healing and growing because what I see about, use my alcoholism for an example, what I saw in the first year of getting sober versus what I see looking back now is so, so different. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful for both of them. But there's always this beautiful gift of like, when I look back on an experience, I've worked on this portion, but then this other thing crops up. And it's not necessarily painful, by the Mm -hmm. way. Like, it's not necessarily some, like, break-you-down situation. It's just looking at it and saying, like, oh, my God, I never put that piece together with that. Like, I can't believe I never saw that before. Mm -hmm. You know how people always say, like, well, other people can see everything and you just, you're blind to, like, a lot of it. But um, I think that that is one of the most beautiful experiences on a whole level about why doing the work that I do that you know that you do the both for yourself and like mentoring other people like I think that it's um that right there is the beauty of it because you can see something down the road and say I can't believe I never saw that Mm -hmm. and now I'm like yeah bitch (laughs) there we go well I think uh, a super important part that you said though too was that you could see both sides and be grateful for both versions of yourself Mm -hmm. and I think that a hard I mean it's something I'm still trying to figure out but like the not shaming the old versions of ourselves or the versions of ourselves that did things that we may not be proud of um and trying to again like the acceptance piece but understanding that like we did what we had to do in those moments with the information we had at the time. Well, yeah. What? Why are you giving me well, that look? No, not because I just thought of something funny, but I didn't miss <laughs> pausing because I was going to let you finish your sentence. <laughs> marker in my eye to remind myself not to forget my thought because I will. It was just quite the look you gave me. So I was like, what did I do? I said, well, yeah. But the version, you, you know, I think that that's, very important to not shame yourself for the past versions of yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's something I'm still trying to figure out, like accepting the parts of me that I don't like the parts of me that made decisions that I really hate out of my pain or out of my like 
kind of like trauma responses. But also accepting that you may never accept those versions of yourself because mm-hmm. it was maybe not you specifically. Right, I mean, but it's like general. a shitty thing to do for real. Mm-hmm. And like all you can do is have, you know, grace with yourself and like try to work towards forgiving yourself for mm-hmm. doing something that ultimately wounded you even more or right. whatever, you know? Yeah. I'm not speaking to like a specific experience for you or me. I'm just no, like yeah. trying to In like, general, I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Um, Because I think that there comes a point where sometimes you just have to accept, like, man, I really fucking sucked. Mm-hmm. Like, and I can say that wholeheartedly about a lot of versions of myself <laughs> in the past. Like, I mean, God, what the hell was wrong with me? Like, I I know, and I can look back empathetically and, like, with an open heart, and I can say, like, oh, I was just hurting so bad, and I was doing, but then at the, I, it just boils down to it was a shit thing to do some of the stuff I did it was a bad choice I made it I can't take it back it's done right um but you learned and you grew from it mm -hmm. ultimately yeah I mean it is an evolving process right always I think there's a lot of stuff that like I look back on um (laughs) but I feel like there's a lot of people in the world who are still the same like when we were 15 like they behave and act and oh, react exactly 100%. the same, and the cattiness and mm-hmm. the insecurities that like just swirl. Um, it's so ironic to me that people I can have gone so far mm-hmm. to change myself, and people that I can reconnect with are still exactly the same person that they were thirty years ago. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable to me. Yeah, have crazy. you? How do you not? change at all in 30 years right that's a good topic for a show too because like that's something that just perplexes me to no end like how do you not evolve my ex-husband is one how do you not change anything that you do you're just literally Mm -hmm. the exact same oh it sounds like my brother so we could totally have a conversation about this i mean (laughs) it's you know i feel like it's becoming more mainstream well it is pretty mainstream i think healing and yoga and meditating it's like in Iowa and Kansas so once it gets to mid-America like it's pretty Mm -hmm. standard open topic conversations um but I feel like there's enough evidence out there for people to sit and look at and be like you know it really isn't a good look when I talk shit about people to make myself feel better because maybe I did something shitty or that person is the mirror of me, you yeah, know, that, whenever. That, that's an important, really important piece that I feel like most people don't realize, the mirror aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I get triggered by a lot of people, but usually, I mean, let me just preface this with, I don't see it in the moment. I usually get, like, blind rage. Mm-hmm. And then as I process things, because I was taught – at the beginning of my journey to pause, you know, don't react, pause. And that's been the biggest saving grace of my entire adult life because then I'm able to be like, why am I so irked? Or why mm-hmm. is, why is this bugging me so bad? Like, what is, what's there why am that's I bothering me? like, angry? Yeah. Over this stupid situation, what is at the root of that? I mean, yeah. that's ultimately, I think, what a lot of it boils down to is, What's at the root of well, yeah, and there's so also some people can have same characteristics or same be manipulate like 
For instance, when somebody passive-aggressively texts me and is being manipulative, I see right through it. Even in a text message, mm-hmm. don't need to hear the voice to know what they're trying to do. It, like, I mean, like, really flips me out because I just don't know why you're attempting to play games with me. Right. Like, been there, done that. I uh, don't have time for it. I don't have time for it, and your behavior is exactly like someone that I lived with and was married to and had a child with. So, like, I don't need anyone else in my life ever again on any planet Filled your quota, that I'm walking. Done. Exactly. Yeah. I don't need anyone else to try and pull this bullshit with me because I'm not tolerating it. Mm-hmm. And so then but then I have to be like, why am I so triggered? Why do I care? If somebody takes goes to those lengths to like whatever they're trying to do, like they're taking these measures that are ridiculous, like that's a shame for them to be living at, you know, the way that they are. My sponsor's always like, I would hate to be walking around in their head all day, you know? Well, yeah, and those, ultimately, that says more about them than it says about you, but it's so hard to separate yourself from that. Well, yeah. I've worked very hard, like I said, to not react, so I typically, when I'm like, "Mm," it's like all in private, like nobody would know that I was irritated because I also, I don't give narcissistic, manipulative people that That vibe. I'm a gray rock. Shout out to Dave Reagan for showing me Dave, the narcissistic narc dude guru on YouTube who talks about the gray rock because that was also life-changing for me that I don't have to get caught up in the drama. And it's not just for narcissistic people. It can be like any type of drama Mm -hmm. um, or toxic person, personality type. Like if I don't react, if I'm dull and I don't react and they don't get any type of anything out of me, they're going to move on Mm -hmm. pretty fucking quick. And I have, it has been true ever since I started implementing it. And it is one of the most amazing pieces of it. It's Richard Grant, and that's his name on YouTube. But it's one of the most incredible, like, be a gray rock. And my friend Dave used to text me, like, because I, when I was going through my divorce, like, be a gray rock. And I was like, what the fuck are you even talking about? He's like, dull, gray, clay, like a dull, you're, be a rock. He's like, here, he sent me the video. So, like, I just think that there's something to be said for pausing and not reacting, oh God, yeah. and we're all so quick to react to mm-hmm. things based off of our own shit. Yeah. And we're all like, oh, well, this happened, and I'm going to, you know. For instance, I do struggle very much with somebody who um, rubs against my value system. Like, mm-hmm. I have a really hard time letting go of things when when someone's doing something and it is like actually affecting my value system like I get my husband will be like it's because it's like going against your value system mm-hmm. like your core values like beliefs and I'm like but still like I can't get over can't this let it go. you know yeah. and he's like yeah because it's literally violating every fiber that you were brought up the values that mm-hmm. you hold most important in your life yeah so I think it's knowing when Actually, there really is no time to react. And actually, you can pause and react in a way that's mature and not so you look back and cringe and hate that version of yourself down the down the hall anyway. Well, it's really responding and not reacting. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean in the moment of the reaction, like not mm-hmm. taking the bait yeah. to respond. Like react solo. Even if you have to leave someplace where you're at, like, do, do not. I would rather peel my toenails off by myself 
than give someone the satisfaction <laughs> of reacting and being a psychopath in front of them. Like, I'm quite serious. <laughs> quite ser- I may pe- look like a psycho in front of my husband and my children, <laughs> but, like, I'm not going to give that person the, the yeah. satisfaction of, like, yes. Having Got her. Having Got that her. power over you. There yeah. she goes. Yeah. You know? There's nobody who can take my my everything that I've worked so hard. <laughs> I think everyone on the planet would agree with this. Everything you work so hard to grow, to evolve, to become, to feel, to lean into, like all of it. Nobody can mm. pull that out from under me as fast as my parents because I will retort to a 10-year-old temper tantrum. Two seconds flat. My mom has to say two words, and I will be, I mean, I'm off. Instantly back. Like, I mean, I've had my husband will be like... <laughs> What's happening? I'm like, stay out of this. <laughs> Got this. Because who triggers you more? Your parents, they know you in and out. I mean, and I, my parents aren't toxic in doing it to be mean, mm-hmm. but I mean, my mom will do something and it just immediately I'm like reactive. I'm everything I've done and worked for. There's no nothing. I'm instantly 10 years old, mm-hmm. freaking the F out in my bedroom, slamming the door and locking it. Like that's. Well, I feel like the whole parent thing is that that could be an entirely other like episode Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. there's so much that goes into that Mm -hmm. like i could go my parents still love me for all the shit that i do to them so yeah but it's so layered like with with parents it's so it's it's just so layered and then i will i will go down a rabbit hole it actually is another episode to talk about but my point being like i can be this evolved professional (laughs) coach like work with people, mentor women, help people get sober, do all these like wonderful, incredible things. And the second my mom says, do you want this? I bought it. It's too big for me. I'm like, fuck everything that I ever Uh am and do. And I'm on her and I are in an argument. Yeah. Not actually like this fight, but like we're actually like, I'll be like, what? Thanks, mom. And I get into, what's your attitude for? I mean, it's, it's literally a- like this, you know, and it's so funny because I can be both at the same time. I don't do that very often, obviously. There's not a whole lot. It doesn't happen frequently in mm-hmm. my family, but it's funny to me because I am both my version I am today presently, and then also I can very easily be awoken to be a 10-year-old. Well, it's the duality. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also a... a big common misconception about healing is that there's a finish line there is no finish line you could be 10 20 30 years into your healing journey and it's it's a like you said earlier it's an evolving process yeah i mean i think it's the easiest example if you are just beginning like out to like look at growth and development and healing like i think the easiest thing i can give is like a like getting sober right a lot of people go to 12-step programs to learn how to not use the substance as frequently as they're using it right Mm -hmm. like I went to AA to like learn how to drink only that's not what happened (laughs) um I think it's but when you accept the the part of this is never not going to be something that I'm dealing Part with. Of you, this yeah. is always going to be a situation. And in any given moment, if I don't have my armor on and my guard up, like I could have a drink and then all that physical compulsion comes back and the addiction piece plays into it. But like, it's never not going to be 
a part of my daily existence, the mm-hmm. fact that I'm a recovering alcoholic and that I cannot drink. And I don't need to explain that or shout it to the from the rooftops, but, like, there was a point where I was like, when I get, like, five years, I'm like, just going to stop going to meetings and stuff because, like, I'll have five years, and that's, like, mm-hmm. five years. Yeah, so I'm obviously not going to drink again. Right, like, you think you're in the clear, but you're not. Never. There's well, no graduation. I don't get, like, a, you don't, same thing with healing the trauma and the generational trauma and all the things. You don't get, like, a, a certificate that says, X, Y, and J, here's your, you're certified, and you're you graduated this. from healing, because, doesn't exist. No, precisely like I said earlier, like, I can look back at something from 2012, and, like, it's got a whole different light to it than it did in the moment then, while I was, like, having all this, like, epiphany growth, like, awareness and acceptance, like, I look back and I'm like, how did I not see one piece of that, or how could I have missed this one little portion well, because my brain wasn't ready for me to see it yet. Mm-hmm. So you got to remember, we as humans only use 5% of our brains. Something like that. Something so you yeah. have stuff that's so filed so far stuff. back there that, mm-hmm. like, as you clear out the clutter forever, mm-hmm. forever, something might pop up that... You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Didn't know that was there. Or brings, like, an oh, shit, like, laugh, like, a oh, good yeah. moment. Like, I've come so far, like, now I can see this... 360 in this one maybe interaction whatever it is and be like oh fuck like that's where it comes from Mm -hmm. all of a sudden it just like clicks for you Mm -hmm. so I feel like my so-called healing my so-called life Jordan (laughs) Catalano Jack Jake whatever by um, the way that's been randomly popping up on my Hulu so yeah because it's a good show yeah I've watched it I'm just saying I don't know why it's popping up on my Hulu now I think because they just put it on there I like it was not the on internet before. knows yeah. that that's why we yes obviously obviously um but I think that knowing knowing when to forgive yourself is mm-hmm. key knowing when to just let go is key which um lots of people struggle with and again could be another episode because when I have to, sometimes I have to let go of things like multiple times I have to physically move my body and throw it to the universe because mm-hmm. I cannot let go. I will claw things and hold on to things that are unnecessary. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, Jen taught me forever ago, like, if you can't let go, then throw Physically, it. Physically, yeah. Um, and it's made an impact on me for there's a tangible way to, like, instead of just saying, because people are like, what is letting go? Like, fucking get the energy out of your body, bro. Go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Throw something at the air, like, do some push-ups, it, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that, you know, forgiveness, acceptance, and processing in, in whatever capacity you can in that moment, especially if you're just getting started, you do not need to look at healing. If you're just getting started to work on yourself, like I've got to do X, Y, and Z and make a Mm -hmm. list of all Mm -hmm. these things that bothered you and this and that, like you can literally have so much impact on your soul just from one teeny tiny little nugget of something that you choose to look at and hold yourself accountable for and take responsibility for. It literally has the ripple effect Mm -hmm. throughout the rest of your life. Well, and healing, the healing journey is different for everyone. So you cannot look at all of the people on Instagram or whatever who are posting about their healing journeys and think that, you are supposed like your journey is supposed to look like that because it's not it's different for everyone well don't compare yourself to anybody that's number one stay in your lane 
stay in your lane. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. You cannot be looking around at what other people are doing because you'll never grow as a person. And, like, what works for one person isn't going to necessarily work for the next. Right. People think, yeah, whatever, another episode because we're getting lengthy here. (laughs) Chitty, chitty, chat, chat. Um, (laughs) There are probably a million episodes, obviously, we could do on this specific topic. Yeah, but that's why we did the show. Like, this is why we decided to talk about this because it is something that I think is continual and it never gets stops happening and Mm -hmm. you never, like, move beyond it because it's part of who you are, but also you're still doing stuff to shift different energies within you and heal different parts. Well, yeah, and that is... say healing one more time. I'm actually going to throw a punch you because you know how I feel right now. (laughs) I wasn't. Thank you very much. I almost interrupted and said we said healing probably 5,000 times in this episode, (laughs) and she knows I can't. Like, after a certain point, I'm like, and I can't take the word. It's like trauma, too. I have a problem with that word. If if I overuse it, I'm like, why did I say trauma so many times in that sentence? Oh, my God. It's when I'm, like, going through, like, our videos or whatever, and I hear myself say, like hundred times in a row, I literally want to punch myself in the face. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if I hear Today myself you're say, like, hear one yourself more say time, healing five million and times, and you're going to want to punch yourself in the face. However, we did put it in the show. I didn't actually want to, it's a little, a little factoid, I didn't want to put healing in she our show, help. because I don't like the word, because I think it gives people the wrong impression that it's like a surgery, that you're mm-hmm. going to, like, get stitches and be done with it. And mm-hmm. I, so I think the word in of itself confuses people yeah. as to what it is to heal your soul and your growth oh we got these we should oh, yes. say our our little permanent bracelets yeah i just saw yours and your amethyst is like shining in the light kind of so mine's a smoky quartz but these are permanent they never come off they're so cool they are i'm like obsessed with it yeah me too and, and normally i don't like because i think i have like man fat hands oh God, but like don't. And my wrists are like, ooh, three, five, four. But like, this actually, I don't mind the dainty. Normally, I would steer away from like a dainty chain. No, I love it. But I like it a lot. Like, actually. I'm super pumped that we got it, actually, at the PTA event. Good life decisions. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) these are good healing, healthy decisions. Although, I still really want to know what that drink was that I drank because that was weird. It had to have alcohol in it. There was zero alcohol, and it was blue and fizzy. And not good. <laughs> it was not good. It was probably some weird tangeray or something. I don't weird know what it. it was. It was weird. Anyways. Anyways, you guys have a great week, and we'll be back next week. We're probably going to touch on when we go through this lengthy, rambled on <laughs> ending here. We'll probably find something to pull out to talk about the following week. But don't forget, head over to our website, mysocalledhealing.com. Send us a voicemail on there. Yes. Or you can send us a message like chitty, chitty, chat, chat, and we can find out what you want to hear more about, even if it's something to dive in deeper of what we just touched yeah. base on. So Definitely let us know. We want to hear from you. And those of you that joined the group already, I swear, please we'll don't jump out. We're, gonna, we're coming in hot this week. It's been, I've had a little bit of resistance. So we're coming in. And also, while you're at it, you might as well just go to our YouTube and subscribe because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just do all the things. Do it all. It's all on the website, right? Everything, every place. Everything should be. It's all in the show notes, and it should all be on the website. All right. Peace out. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Real dollar. I hate your stinking gut. You are the mud between my feet. Basically, put. My favorite movie.